Welcome to Compliance Beat, the podcast for compliance and ethics professionals. We provide practical insights and answer your questions about compliance and ethics. Together, we'll stay up to date on current trends so that your program stays effective. Brought to you by Moorhead Compliance Consulting. Here's your host, Eric Moorhead. This week, the question is, what are three things we can do to promote our code of conduct? But first, I want to once again encourage you to join us for a free webinar that I'm doing with my partners, my friends at SAI Global. Uh, it will be on May 24th, 2018 at 10 a.m. Central, 11 Eastern, and it's titled Cracking the Code of Conduct, Understanding Regulatory and Stakeholder Expectations for a Written Compliance Standard. Boy, that's a mouthful, but basically we're going to talk about code of conduct, and we'd really like you to join. It's been approved for 1.2 CCBs for those of you who have your CCEP accreditation. Uh, and it, as I mentioned, it is free. So please join us. You can sign up. Um, I'm going to have the link in the show notes uh, for this podcast. If you download this pos- podcast at iTunes and can't find the show notes, go to compliancebeat.com and look under the show notes for this week's episode. And I believe it's under the last two weeks' episodes as well if you want to get to the free podcast registration. So please join us for that. Uh, Today, um, I wanted to talk about three very concrete, specific things you can do to promote your code of conduct. Um, I often talk about rollout, code of conduct rollout, and uh, effectively communicating uh, when you have a new code of conduct. And and in fact, recently when I've been talking about code, I've been kind of breaking up the code of conduct project into three big pieces, one being the prep, your benchmarking, your uh, planning, your methodology, f- getting all of the pieces in place to actually do the code of conduct project. The second piece being drafting, designing, putting together, putting together the code of conduct. And then the third being uh, that promotion, that rollout, that ongoing communication around code. And I think they're equal. The more and more that I, I, I go through these projects over the years, I really think that they're equally important pieces of the puzzle. And we'll talk more about that, uh, you know, uh, on a bigger, broader scale later in one of these podcasts. But today I wanted to give just very specific three concrete uh, ways you can promote your code. You can uh, work to uh, communicate about your code on rollout. And uh, and, I, and the reason I wanted to do it is I've gotten this question a couple of times in the last few weeks. Uh, can you give us some real specifics? And so I want to give you three real specifics. And there's many others you can do, but I wanted to talk about three specific things that I've seen in the past that have been very successful. One is kind of a tried and true, and that's the poster. The code of conduct uh, poster, um, uh, announcing the code of conduct, providing information on where the code of conduct can be found is uh, is probably the oldest piece of communication along with the uh, hotline poster. We've been doing posters for a long time, but there have been some changes in the last couple of years. Uh, one is QR codes, and if you're not familiar with QR codes, I encourage you to Google QR codes. Uh, there are free QR code um, uh, makers that you can find online, and basically anybody who has a cell phone or uh, uh, or tablet uh, with a with a camera in it can scan those codes and immediately be transported uh, to the website where your code of conduct is located or any other um, uh, 
materials for that matter if you want to use the QR codes for other purposes. So one of the big things that's changed over the last few years I've seen not only on code of conduct project, uh, posters but po posters for compliance programs generally is the use of these Q QR codes. So if you are planning to do a poster or uh, hadn't thought about exactly uh, using a poster for your code of conduct, I encourage you to do that because it's it's simple, it's easy, you can put it up in the common areas and all of the facilities for your organization. People are used to looking at posters for again uh, hotline, helpline, and other uh, uh, HR and other related materials. So use that, you know, put up a, a small poster uh, with some information about the code of conduct, when it's going to be launched, and a QR code or some other uh, information so that people can find that resource. Simple, easy. Uh, most organizations have done uh, posters in the past, so it's it's not it's probably something that you have some experience doing. And I think it's an it's a it's an easy easy win, and it and it's uh, pretty commonly used. A second specific way to communicate about the code of conduct that uh, I want to mention here is something that I've done with a couple of clients over the last year, and that's a podcast. What you're listening to right now. Uh, you are interested enough in podcasts that you're listening to a podcast about compliance and ethics. Uh, if you are interested enough, then it's probably very likely that other people in your organization would be interested enough in listening to a podcast that talked about the code of conduct uh, or for any other compliance resource for that matter that you want to promote. But think about doing a podcast. Um, I've work, actually worked with a few clients uh, developing some custom podcasts over the last year. And it, believe me, if this guy can do it, you can do it too. It's, it's not, uh, it doesn't require a whole lot of uh, investment or resource to do so. And it can be really effective. Uh, it, you generate a uh, MP3 file that you can put up on your intranet or that uh, if you keep it small enough and short enough, you could even possibly email, depending on the email system. Some of these uh, podcast uh, files can get pretty lengthy, particularly if somebody's long-winded. Uh, but if you have a short and sweet message, it's probably a small enough file that you can even embed in an email. So think about doing some podcasting. Uh, think about trying to reach people with, uh, with a method that you don't normally use, and that's really where this idea comes from. Uh, we've talked about video before and we've talked about uh, audio files, but but to be very specific, try a podcast. Um, maybe you uh, talk about one of the risk topics in the code of conduct and you do a series where you have you know 12 or 15 uh, short podcasts, five or 10 minute pod long podcasts about different parts of the code of conduct and just have a whole series. But it's a different way to approach uh, communicating around the code of conduct and it's and it's useful to reach a different part of the audience that you probably wouldn't otherwise so that's a second way a third way is again something that I've seen over time that's been very successful and that's either a sometimes called a wallet card or a reference card and these will usually be smaller sized I think a good size for a reference card is anywhere from half of a standard sheet of paper, so five and a half by eight and a half, uh, uh, or or even small enough to go in your wallet. Um, I think that probably the bigger size is, I, I think for most organizations, it really often depends on who you're trying to reach and, and, and sort of the logistics of that. If you've got people who are on the go, who don't have a desk, who don't, uh, who operate out of a truck or are otherwise mobile, then something that's small that they can put in their pocket makes the most sense. 
Uh, if you're going to be dropping these things, as they say, on the desk along with the code of conduct, I think a good communication piece uh, can be that little bit larger size. It's a little bit easy to handle, a little less likely to get lost in the shuffle on the top on top of the desk or otherwise. So um, take uh, some some time to think about what you think are the most salient things that you want to get across. Typically for code of conduct, that's going to be what do you do if you have a question or concern? How do you report a question or concern? So you're going to have your reporting information on there. You're going to have some sort of uh, you don't have you won't have room for the entire executive message, but you probably want to quote uh, from the uh, CEO or the uh, head of compliance or whomever is delivering the message in the full code, uh, something to uh, uh, kind of set the table as to what the importance of the code is. Uh, and you want to carry over the graphic design elements, the, the, the use of color and trade dress, logos, etc., that you have used to some effect in your brand new code of conduct. Uh, then you want this to kind of uh, look like it is a companion piece to that. So bring over some of those great design elements that you've put together for your new code of conduct and add them to that wallet card or reference card. And then laminate it. Uh, or even better, uh, a lot of printers now will print on a little bit heavier, sturdier cardboard stock uh, versus um, a piece of paper so that it's something that it's going to be a little bit more durable. Um, but but think of think about what you'd want to put on, uh, you know, uh, a, a half a sheet of paper. In fact, you know, do some practice runs and you know, fold over a piece of paper, and start uh, drawing what you think would make sense. You know, here's where we would put the contact information. Here's where we would discuss the main topics uh, that are in the code of conduct. Maybe have a list or a short list or an abridged list. Here's where we're going to have a message from the CEO. Here's where we're going to have our decision tree for ethical decision making. Whatever it is, whatever you think the key four or five things, because you probably can't get more than that on uh, a short uh, uh, document like that. Whatever those four or five things are, uh, decide what they are, decide how you're going to do it. Maybe have, and again, include a QR code so that they can find the full code of conduct if they need to, or get to your internal compliance website, whatever, whatever resources you can make available in that limited space. This is important because uh, the code itself, even if you print it out and drop it on somebody's desk or hand it off to them, is likely to get mis you know, set aside because it's, it's going to be a longer document. This is something that might stay on the desk, might stay uh, pasted to the wall, might stay in their pocket uh, for some limited period of time at least. Uh, so it makes it a little bit easier. I encourage doing uh, something that is small like this, that's either a half of a standard sized piece of paper or smaller. Uh, and I encourage not doing booklets. I know some companies do a code of conduct that's 40 or 50 pages long and then do a booklet that's like 8 or 10 pages long. I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with that, but it's not, I don't think, as effective as having uh, a simple reference that has those really key four or five things that you want to say. Um, so that's it. Those are three concrete, very specific things that you can do around, around your code of conduct, communi communicating your code of conduct that I think can be very effective, that I've seen be effective in the past. This is kind of a quickie today, but I, th I think uh, those are relevant and, and helpful items to keep in mind if you're contemplating communicating around your code of conduct. Or, or for that matter, you can adapt that to just about any of your compliance projects. Once again, join us on May 24th at 10 a.m. Central, 11 Eastern for a free code of conduct webinar with SAI Global, cracking the code of conduct, understanding regulatory and stakeholder expectations.
again, get uh, 1.2. It's been approved already for 1.2 CCBs for your CCEP, for those of you who are licensed. So please join us. Uh, and if you are interested, there will be a link in the show notes on how to sign up for that free webinar. Uh, if you don't have access to the show notes where you download this podcast, then uh, head to compliancebeat.com. Uh, and you can check out the show notes for this episode there or any of the previous episodes where we discuss the upcoming webinar. As always, please subscribe to this podcast and join us next time. Thanks for listening to Compliance Beat. Check out our website, compliancebeat.com. This podcast is brought to you by Moorhead Compliance Consulting. Be sure to check us out at moorheadconsulting.com.